thing. Sounds like there's some drama. <laughs> there's definitely called. Okay. Oh my god! <laughs> it begins. Life. See, like everyone plays a part, right? Yeah. So, of course. Thing, thing called, called life. life. Welcome back, everyone, to Thing Called Life. I'm one of your hosts, Kareem. And I'm Damaris. I'm Bianca. And today we'll be talking about relationships, um, our our experiences with them, and how they've affected us. So let's uh, let's start it off with let's say some kind of framework here. Um, what was the what was one of the best? Let, let's start with the worst because most people remember the worst. What was one of the worst <laughs> relationships that you've ever been in? I'm talking about like mm. every portion of it. You knew you weren't supposed to be in it, and you you opted to stay in it because you thought you can change it. Like what what was that? I don't think it's hard to say that because personally, I think there's a lot of good in relationships and then you have that bad and it's so bad and you realize other things were bad too, but you don't really see them in the moment. So like, sure. But I mean, you're out of that now. So like which one in your past was the absolute worst? And you don't have to name names. Obviously we're not doing that. on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> like, Not calling anybody. Jeremy, out crap. you bastard. <laughs> um, Hmm. That's a good one. A lot of people that know me personally would probably say my last relationship with um, mm -mm. the man I was engaged to okay. is the worst. I don't know that I would say that, though. I mean, there was a lot of terrible moments, and I dealt with, um, there was addiction issues, not on my part, on his, and abuse, um, but 80% of the relationship was really good. The 20% was just really, really bad. So... That's hard to answer that. I, there's, there was a relationship I was in in college where I was with what I would call a fuck boy. And I didn't realize at the time that he was a fuck boy. Maybe I did. I didn't really care. But I guess I had a higher expectations for that relationship. And it ended in disaster mm -hmm. um, where he like took money from me. And, and it was just bad all around. And it's funny because I saw him a couple of years later and he apologized for his behavior. So he had some growth. So he did have some growth. That's good. But um. Like, I guess it was because I knew you were going to go there. I knew she was going to go there. He didn't. <laughs> but I, I think it also taught me a lot. So even like in terrible relationships as a person, you learn and hopefully grow from those experiences and realize, okay, they had a part, but you have a part too. Absolutely. And I think that's the part that a lot of people don't see. It's like, oh, he did this. He did that. She did it. She did that. But like, okay, what did you do? There's a lot of blame to go around. But it's something that one of your friends said the other day about being accountable. Oh, it says you want to be held in every which way except held accountable. It's true. And even those <laughs> relationships that are terrible, we still play our part. Like, mm -hmm. And not that we do things to trigger that, but there's things that we do to accept behavior that's not acceptable yep. that we need to learn. Okay, why did I do this? What was the reasoning behind that? Why did I think that's okay? What are the things that I need to change so that doesn't happen again? Mm -hmm. Right. How about you, Bianca? You want to talk about a personal And then we're talking experience? about worst. So your worst, you're saying was... The college one. I probably because I was so young and and I don't like to call myself I don't want I've always felt like I'm mature for my age, but maybe immature when it came to relationships where I didn't see what was happening. How old were you at the time? Uh nineteen twenty maybe. Okay, so that's no that's, no eighteen nineteen that's before acceptable I met my first to husband. Be immature in that because you don't know. Yeah. So Yeah. And there's some things that happen. I mean, I don't want to get into details, but like it just it physical mental very hurtful emotional emotional so okay yeah yeah, yeah. i got gotcha. you 
Well, and then, yeah, Bianca, what about, what about, what do you want to share? <laughs> oh, here we go. Um, I would say I probably have had more bad relationships than I've had good, but I would say two stand out to me. Uh, one, of course, when I was in high school, 17, 18 years old, that one was a uh, physical and mental, emotional type of abuse. Um, but that one, I kind of knew always, like I needed to get out of it, but I didn't know how to. Um, thank God my mom was there to help me out. Um, dope so, mom, shout out dope mom. Exactly. <laughs> so I would say that one back when I was younger, of course you are naive, you're inexperienced. It's right. your first time trying to figure out how does a relationship work and what are you supposed to do and not do? So, you know, you have two people that are, you know, blinded to relationships and trying to figure it out. And of course you're destructive sometimes if you don't know, um, anything other than what you've learned and seen in your own household. Um, so I think that's what it, what it stemmed from. But I would have to say that one stands out to me. Of course, I was young. And then my last relationship was um, about four years ago, three years ago. Um, that one, I never in my wildest dreams that I ever think, oh, I would see somebody and know I want to marry them or have kids. And that person I fell deeply in love with to where if they wanted 10 kids, I was willing to give them 10 kids and I wanted to marry them, but I was being manipulated in every which way, lied to, cheated on. And that was a relationship that I did not want to get out of, that I kept trying to fix when it was not fixable. So you just said you didn't want to get out of it. What, what does that mean? Yeah, it was kind of like uh, the mentality of like, I love you so much and you love me or thought that, I, you know, that you loved me, that we can work on this. We can fix this. It's not that bad. It's not, it, it is fixable. Like you, you're trying I to just totally relate. Yeah, like you, you're trying to justify it in every way possible to try to save it. And it was kind of like there was no saving it because of the fact that that person's actions continuously were happening and they didn't want to fix it at all. I so you totally had, relate, you had yeah. Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, you could, yeah, you could say that. Bit. Yeah, mo- hmm. most definitely. Interesting. I definitely, my last relationship <clears throat> where I was engaged, I could definitely say it was like that. Mm. Like I was like, I can fix this. I can fix him because he's so great 80% of the time. Him. You women that, that always want some kind of like yeah. project, yeah, man. We can work on. We can fix this. We can make it work. We have fun. You know, he's so great. He checks all these boxes. But then that 20% was so bad that it was just like. Yeah, the, dis- the disrespect level there was mm. just too high. And I. Even now, like, I'm surprised you still somewhat talk to him. Well, we've even had a conversation that I've met this person. And even the way that they were speaking, I was being triggered because I was like, I've heard this sentence multiple times. Like, the manipulation in the tone and the wording yeah. of the conversation. I was like, there is no way. Like, and it's like, you as you grow from, you know, past, past, traumas, relas- yeah, yeah. past relationships, past traumas that people have you know, done onto you or you've even done to yourself because you sat there and allowed it. Yeah. It's like you hear it now and you're like, wow, like the, the way that you can see clearly now, it's just like, oh my goodness. But you did ask relationship wise. <clears throat> so those are my two worst relationships. The now dating wise, I think I have those top them. Yeah, we'll, we'll definitely, we'll <laughs> definitely, definitely top them. we'll definitely get into that. Like, uh, so <clears throat> It's funny, he asked for one and you gave two and I gave two. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that's fine. I mean, so so for me, I'd have to kind of like really take ownership here. And I think that's where, you know, I guess growth happens. So my past, uh, my past relationship, uh, when I say relationship, my past marriage 
was not solely her fault, wasn't solely my fault. We obviously both had, at least I say obviously, some people don't see that. We both had our, 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 our part in it, right? Mm-hmm. But I think the thing where uh, it really broke down is when there was a lack of communication. And then when there was communication, it was kind of like, that's why I can tell the whole spiteful thing from y'all. Because it was spiteful communication. And I understand that's, again, and, and uh, I guess uh, Bianca kind of touched on it a little bit. It's, it's a learned behavior. Mm-hmm. Like her, not to get, I'm, I'm not saying her name or whatever, but her dad left like when she was younger. So she didn't have that father figure there. And then the father figure she did have didn't really, she didn't really respect him enough to give him his onus of being the dad that he... That guy was, I thought he was amazing. I still think he's amazing. I, I don't talk to him, obviously, because, you know, that's that side of the family, and I don't want to trigger any kind of weird stuff because we, we had a really bad breakup. We did. But, like, to, instead of acknowledging that man that raised her and said, hey, you know, you're my actual true dad, she kept trying to make a, you know, connection with her, with her father, her actual birth father or whatever, you know, biological father, sorry. And he just, he was disinterested in it. Mm-hmm. and. I I thought, you know, why would you continue to pursue someone who doesn't want to be a part of your life? And I think that's true also in dating, right? Yeah. The, the <laughs> I saw I saw a quote, I can't remember. I think it's like Johnny the Pimp or something like that. Just hang on. I knew you were going to start laughing. <laughs> but basically what it is, he goes he goes they say, "What's the best uh relationship advice you can give me?" And he sat there for a second as he's drinking on his cognac or whatever, and he goes, love the woman that loves you back. Because men, men out there, what y'all do is y'all go after the, the, the pretty chick and chasing her around and trying to compromise yourself to please her when the chick right next to you loves you. Mm-hmm. And you have feelings for her, but you, you're, you're chasing this pretty thing, right? Yeah. And that, I think that, that actually comes on, on both ends of the spectrum. You know, a lot of these women want, quote unquote, we talked about this before, a high value man, a guy who looks good, takes care of himself, smells good, you know, whatever, can do all the things. But then they, 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 they don't go after him. They go after the guy who has like, well, sorry, they go after him, but they, they don't go after the guy who doesn't have all the red flags. Like, for instance, this guy has unlimited time. Well, if he has unlimited time in... If and if I know you well enough, <laughs> if I know you well enough, um, Damaris, you would say you'd want to spend that time with that man, correct? Right. But a high value man in that situation would be out making money or doing things to make sure that you're taken care of, as opposed to spending that time with you. The guy you're looking for is 80 years old. He's a multimillionaire, and he has nothing but time because he's already built his his millions, right? I, I, for the record, I'm not looking for. No, I know girl. that. <laughs> that I'm saying. Reminds me of the scene from uh, Big Daddy's, like old wrinkly balls. Like, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> that's all I can think of. So anytime there's like some gross stuff on the podcast or some like dull, like oh morbid things, you're definitely gonna get it from 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 Bianca. So just want to let y'all know I'm that. Just saying what everybody else is. But thinking. but but that's a, that's a guy that women are looking for. The guy who's already established, ready to go, has tons of time. You see him all the time, especially here in Houston. And I hope not to become that guy. I want to have my fun and everything while I'm younger. Now you know, um, I see a guy, brand new Corvette, brand new, you know, whatever, nice car, mm-hmm. and it's he's like seventy. 
He worked his ass off, but he finally got there and he's retired probably with all this money in this car and all this other stuff. That's the guy that girls are thinking of in their head, except for they want the age to be younger. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The guy that she they they want is obviously younger than that. Mm-hmm. So that guy is still building his wealth. He's still on his grind, on his purpose. So he doesn't have that extra time to spend with you, right? Women, I believe, true women, real women like y'all, I think, should be helping a man like express his purpose or get to his purpose granted y'all have you know thoughts and wishes and dreams and all that stuff as well but i believe you know with this when you support your man your man will support you back i believe that yeah i believe believe that that a thousand percent because he never knows in life who at least i can speak for um, in the guy's perspective we never know in life who is really down for us until like they show us that they're down for us there's a lot of people out here with lip service. They'll say, hey, you know what? I love you. I want to do this for you. I want to do that for you. And then they never show up. And that happens to y'all as well yeah. with men, right? Yep. But you got to love the one that loves you back. If a person is actually showing interest in you, you don't go on a date, non-date. You go on an actual date <laughs> and you talk to them and say, hey, look, this is what I like. This is what, you know, what do you like? Stare at me. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> or, you know, I can even focus that, this on me, you know, with, you know, the way I date. My dating is very upfront. And I tell the truth from the, from the beginning. I know we'll touch on this very tiny. This might even po- fall into the next podcast, but I think we've talked about it before. I am polyamorous, right? So I, every girl that I meet, I tell them straight up. And it shrinks my dating pool. I, we talked about this earlier before mm-hmm. the podcast. That way I don't have to deal with the women who believe that they need to lock me down and just be my only one because I don't believe in that. I just don't. That's what I like to call legal cheating. Oh my God. But that's so we're going to make an, we're going to talk about that. Wait, 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 wait. Explain, get into detail. Explain to me before we get there, because I always get attacked on this, which is hilarious. (laughs) What is cheating in your, in your eyes? Having more than one person. That's cheating for you. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bianca, what's cheating for you? Uh, cheating for, for me is being intimate in any way. You can be mentally, emotionally, physically intimate. But with more than one brain. person though. Yeah. More than yeah. one person. Yeah. It's the same. Not the person that you've committed to. Um, it's outside of your relationship. Then yes. It's committing to more than one person. Yep. And being, to me, it's being intimate. with Whether so it's just sexually or emotionally or anything. So what's the difference between that and actually like just dating multiple guys? Because most, most guys that, that, especially in this, I'm not saying for y'all specifically. But in the culture that we're in right now, a girl would date a guy, they'll be intimate, and then let's say that they break up, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. for whatever. They can't resolve their issues or whatever. Then she goes on and dates another guy. Well, then they're intimate again. Mm-hmm. And then that doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Then they move on to the next guy, mm-hmm. intimate again. So these are different instances. Yeah, you were in a quote-unquote committed relationship, but y'all weren't committed enough to stick with it. So now it's ended and you're on to the next guy and now you're starting this whole cycle over again. Well, I, I think that kind of uh, veers to both parties because a majority of the time you are willing to commit to that one person um, as long as you do what you need to do. But there's always that other person in the, you know, the, as the couple that's like, no, I don't want this or, oh, I want this, but you're not willing to budge. So it, that's why it doesn't work out. So, so I think that's why you jump from, I guess you would call it um, one person to the next. 
because it's not really a relationship. It's more like I'm dating you exclusively. And so I don't want you to sleep with anybody. I won't sleep with anybody. Don't talk to anybody, entertain anybody like on both sides. But then something happens because you're getting to know each other and it's still early on without the full commitment and stresses of the title. Because that's what I've learned nowadays that that's and it's just kind of like, I don't know, like, I feel like dating nowadays has just gotten so complicated with how people describe what they're wanting because half the time I feel like they're confused and that's why it's all about the communication at the end of the day and that's why they it doesn't work out and then you end up with another person but you, at the end of the day like you're with only that one person there's nobody else so it is different but it's not I get, I get so, what you're coming, where so, you're coming so from my, my question is if you're wanting to be committed to this person that you are physically attracted to because that's normally where it starts for yeah. women that's why we are in this swipe culture girls look at a dude this dude could be salt of the earth right like one of the coolest dudes you ever meet down with family stuff because most women like well most women that i deal with love you know big families and all that stuff he's down for that too but because he doesn't look a certain way you swipe left on this guy well, I've never done any of those apps. I well, I'm just saying, like swipe culture. No, I'm not yeah, saying swipe you culture in particular. In general, I so even even in a bar, like guys, we get rejected way more than y'all think we do. Oh no, I'm I most definitely, <laughs> I I know because I've you know you've been the rejector. <laughs> I've, I've I could just see you like, no. hey, uh, I'm I'm just here trying to dance with my girlfriends, and then you're yeah. like, well, you know, I, I like you. Just figure, you know, we can dance and talk or whatever. No, I'm not interested. And then their friend comes by. Yeah, she said she's not interested. Yep, that's me. Because to me, I'm like, if you can't get the, 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 the word no across one time, it's like, okay. And and also, too, like, I try to be gentle. I, I laugh because I feel like I've done this for Bianca and Bianca's done yes. this for me. And yes. I try to be gentle with Dude. with guys' feelings. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll just be nice and polite and smile and be like, okay. No. You know, but like, at the, at the same time, I'm like, no, my answer was still no, even though I'm trying to be nice to you because I'm trying to lay you down gently. But if you need me to come full throttle, I can be like, hell to the no, leave me alone. Like, and walk across the opposite side of the room because sometimes it's like the hint doesn't get. Well, because you know, some I men think, are very aggressive I and persuasive, especially I, with alcohol in the body. I, under, mm-hmm. I understand the aggression and persuasion. But if you look at a guy, like, honestly, look at a guy directly in his face and go, look, I understand that you feel some sort of, some sort of way about me. But I'm genuinely, look him dead in his eyes when you say this. I am genuinely not interested in you. Actually, I'm not even dating right now, which is kind of true for you. Yes, it is. Because you're doing the non-dates. She's dating. Non-dates, non-dates, non-dates only. Non-dates only. No, we've talked. She's doing date dates. When? (laughs) When did this happen? Anyways, back to the question. (laughs) Okay, so either way. So if you look, if you look Beyond at guys dating, you can get into her DMs. Oh my God. Oh God. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't listen to mama here. What I would say at though. Underscore Bianca dash underscore. <laughs> Just playing. No, she's not. <laughs> Go ahead, Kareem. Hey, y'all slide in them DMs. Man. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, like genuinely, if you were to look, because what you're doing is trying to be sympathetic to that guy. I right? am because I've been, re- I've been rejected. Like the guy at Paradise. Yes. Yeah. So yes. so so okay. I watched it all unfold, Me and then too. I didn't <laughs> like oh it at God. all. And then Damaris is like, "Kareem, you need to do something." I was like, "No." Because first, I was going up, on. and I was yeah. Because before you, I pulled you in. I was looking at her, and I'm like, yeah. "Does she know this guy?" Because he was all up in her he face, was standing super like close. if he like if they were best friends from had, five years ago. And I'm like pow- looking at her like he was I'm giving her the look, and she's space. giving me the look back like, "Uh, what?" 
And I'm but, like giving her the look like, are you okay? And she's kind of like, we need to move. So we moved to a whole different portion of the back part of paradise. This guy follows us there. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like looking at her, looking at him. We leave no space for this guy on the bench. And he mm. still wants to slide in. I look at Kareem. I'm like, I think she needs he help. He did a, a seated wall squat because he wanted to sit on the bench so she bad. She said a seated wall squat. Like that's what he did. Like that he was sitting he in the air. Well, yeah, at one he point he had one ass cheek on the bench. Yeah. And I was like, how? There was no bench left. And we were not moving. No. I'm like looking at Kareem. And I was like, trying to be nice. We need some help. He was already intoxicated. He was intoxicated. So it's one thing whenever you're like, okay, look, I'm going to be nice to you and you're sober and the answer is no. And then there's another thing whenever somebody comes across to you because they have liquid courage and you're just like, oh my goodness. And you're just, and you're trying to push them off in a sense of like being nice because it's like, they're intoxicated. You don't know what type of reaction you might get. And as a woman, it's like, it's a way of of protecting yourself. Okay. So let's, let's, let's close all that down real quick. Two things. Yes. One, would I ever let anybody put their hands on you? No, but you're not always no. there. Well, I was there. To, I was there yeah, that you night. Were that day, but yeah. you're okay, so there. that's one. Two, when it comes down to it, like guys can handle rejection. Mm-hmm. You feel like he can't. That's why he, being the boy that he is, was preying on that for you, and you sat there and entertained him. Also, did you see the body language she was giving him? You do, you definitely need to help her with her flirtatiousness. No, it's, okay, so because, I've been told this since a young age. When I am friendly. It comes off as flirtatious, but it's the it's a big difference because when I've flirted before, people can tell the difference. When I'm friendly, it's completely different. But I understand, but that's somebody who intimately the, knows you. Yeah, like yeah, and if you don't know the context of what's going on in a situation, it does come off as flirtatious, but it's not. It's me just being friendly. But again, if so, in your hey, I can't help it. I'm a beautiful woman, and I have a beautiful smile. Like. And I just have a great heart. So if I'm friendly to you and it comes off as flirtatious, then you have different intentions. But you weren't giving him the response of I'm definitely definitely a hundred percent not interested. Thank you. Yeah, but Which also, is why I was confused and I'm like, wait, do you know this guy? So if your best like, friend I is confused but as a too, woman. But, but y'all weren't hearing the conversation. So it, no. because it was so loud, he stood next to me the entire time. Um he asked me a couple questions. I was like, Okay, cool, whatever I answered them. But then when he followed us to the back and he was asking me for my number and asking me for information. I was like, no, I'm good. No, I don't give out my number. No, I don't want your social media. And I'm not going to give you my, I kept saying no, 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 no. Yeah. But you were doing it like this. Like, no, I don't, I don't give my number. I never touched that man. No, it's fine. No. <laughs> like <laughs> no, the lady from. You. Because also he was very drunk. Like he was swaying back and forth. And I was just like, um, okay. And, and most of the time, if I'm out alone, um, especially dealing with my past traumas, I deal with people that are intoxicated a certain way to get myself out of that area because I don't know how they will react. That's true. Well, and, and, and either way, like one, I was there Two, paradise is a place that you frequent. So people know you, yeah. bartenders know you, yeah. DJs know you. If anything were to go down some, especially guys, guys will have your back. Oh, for sure. Okay. So in that moment, I think if you had been like, like square up to him like look sir i don't know who you are but i am not interested like you definitely need to leave or there will be a problem i feel like i have like a devil and an angel cream on my shoulders like (laughs) the devil cream is like square up with this man but then the angel cream is like no that you're in your masculine don't do no 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 okay so it's okay for you to tap into your masculine if you're trying to get a man away from you you just have to do what i do and get that rbf pristine bitch face People say that's like a New Yorker thing. Like people, I, I I would put that face on. If I see a man starting to approach me, I give that look like. 
I think I already have that. And they they stop. <laughs> they already know, like, oh no, she's not about it. I already nope. have that, she but I think a majority of the time Dominican I'm always energy. that New York don't even come talk to me face. Look, she's don't. already doing half of it right now. Don't. <laughs> yeah, but I think also too when I'm having a great time and I'm smiling, I'm laughing. It's almost like I'm more approachable because I do feel like I have the RBF constantly. And if, depending on my mood as well. Or like well, what I did at Sunset when we were there on, um, what was it, Saturday? I was hanging out. I was smiling, laughing, dancing. Guy comes up to me. He's like, you're having so much fun. I said, yep, I am. And I turned around mm-hmm. and just looked the other way. And that was like the message right there. Don't You don't need to say anything else. That's it. Yep. Well, I mean, she is kind of shopping around too, so not, <laughs> not me. Her. Not no, I, I know. Bianca. Yes, is. yes and no. I'm at, I'm at the point in my life where at it's Bianca. Just, underscore weird. <laughs> oh my god! Stop I'm, I'm with the stuff. I'm at that point where it's just kind of like I've been single for about three years. Um, I attempted to date and it did not. <laughs> attempted. Attempted. Yes. You attempt to date. You attempt to push guys off. You attempt uh, all these things. You but know, she's at, she's at, dating at, again. At, at the end of the day, I think. I'm accepting dates, but I'm not really open to the idea into jumping into something right now because I really just want to focus on myself. Okay, I, so I, I think it's because like I was burned recently pretty badly that I'm just like, you know what? I obviously need to sit down and reevaluate my decision making because I did not see certain things that I should have saw, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to replicate past relationships that I had that did not work out. And that's why those are my exes. So it's like, I want to make sure that whoever I do choose and they choose me, that it's somebody that it's like, Hey, this is for long-term and I'm, you know, willing to grow with you and you with me. And we build this foundation and this empire together. So, so why are you dating if you're not ready? Because no, I am ready, but I'm just not not in the sense of I'm ready, but I'm not looking anymore. I'm allowing it to just happen naturally to me because i think that the problem was before oh, i was you were going after forcing it. it is what you're talking about i wouldn't say forcing it but it was like i was always like looking out for it like i would always look for a guy where i was out you know at and i was always be like okay he's cute or he's not or whatever you know stuff like that like hmm. like oh maybe i'm gonna approach them or maybe i'm not gonna. so it was like and now i don't pay attention to anybody it's so i got like, a question for both of y'all seeing that you obviously y'all are the females on this podcast when you we call it high siding, but this is how old I am. Anyway, when you high side a guy, right? You're not even old. Okay, when you kind of just give him the cold shoulder, mm-hmm. have you noticed you've been getting that more often now that you're not looking, or was this like always the thing? That I'm giving the cold shoulder? Yeah, what, what does that mean? So, for instance, like you said you're dating, but you're not really looking, right? So, like, there's just going to be a certain vibe that you give off, mm-hmm. and only like, I believe, real men who have some cojones about them will actually approach you oh yeah so have you noticed a difference oh yes most definitely i noticed that whenever my energy shifts and i'm not looking or i don't give it any more energy time and attention and i just focus solely on myself it happens that's when literally it's like moths to a flame (laughs) and i'm like what is happening because when i am looking for it or when i am craving that attention and then that love and it's like, and I want to be in a relationship and be somebody's and they're mine, nobody's available. Or I get the runt of the litter. And it's like, but then when I'm like, the you know r- what? I'm just going to focus on me and do my thing back to how I was doing it because that's how I'm going to become a better person overall. And not only that, but it's just because my heart's broken at the time. So it's like, that's the only way I can mend it. That's literally when everybody just comes out of the works. And it's just like, where were y'all before? Do you it's know why you say that? So I, I was having this exact conversation with one of my best friends and she 
just got out of a relationship and she's like, you know what? I'm Aww. just going to focus on me. I know who you're talking about. I'm just going to focus on me. I'm going to better myself. I'm going to get myself into a good situation. And she went from, she doesn't like using the app. So she has a hard time meeting people to all of a sudden, like there's five guys texting her. And she's like, dude, I just had three text messages from three different guys come in right now while we're on the phone. And I'm like, what is going on? Is this a 2023 resolutions that the men are making out there about, you know, getting into relationships? Because where and then Bianca's telling me about, you know, these guys are getting into her DMs. And I'm just like, whoa. Well, you got to be, ca- also, you gotta be careful with that because it's not going to be like guys trying to get in relationships. Half those guys just want to get in your pants. Oh, well, usually. Well, now more than anything, I think when I do focus on myself, I pick up on things within like the first three days from the way that they talk to way like when I see them in person the way they carry themselves I'm like that's a definite no whereas before it's like when I'm looking for something you let things slide I let things slide but what's interesting is what you said about getting into your past is that the men that I see approaching both um my friend Michelle and Bianca are I I don't care Michelle's fine um the guys that are approaching both my friend Michelle and Bianca are both guys that are saying I want to get into a relationship. I mm-hmm. want to find my future wife. I want to do these things. I want to have babies, whatever it is. And it's like, wait, really? Like, but you're I get, just I, putting this out into the world. Is your is the world, universe, God responding I, to your request? Correct. I don't know. And I then, feel like they're it's an ex, they're they're extremists because I'm getting I'm not finding <laughs> I'm not finding a middle ground. Like I'm in, I'm finding people that are like, oh, I just want to mess around and go with the flow. And then I'm finding people who are like, no, I want to marry you like tomorrow and let's date and let's and I'm like, huh? So, like I'm trying to find something in the middle where it's like. I don't want to go with the flow and just mess around. I want something serious, but so I'm not trying to get so married. So I'm going to tell you what I told Michelle. So Michelle, I said, what's your ultimate goal? She wants to get married. She wants to have a baby. I think I've asked you, what's your ultimate goal? You want to be married. You want to start your family, mm-hmm. correct? When the man, when these men are coming around and telling these two ladies, so they just, I want to get married and have a baby. That they're manifesting. The that they're manifesting. Like, oh my God, wait, he's too much. And I'm like, Michelle, wasn't this exactly what you were asking for? Okay. Well, yeah, but not so fast. But if you haven't even taken me on a first date and you're already talking about marrying me and having kids. Well, I think they're just putting it out there that, hey, this is the things I'm looking for. Thank are you, you. on my page? Are we clear. in the same chapter? Are we in the same book? Yeah, but you're ready, to, you're ready to put your, your Nikes on and run. Well, in the sense yes. of like, let me get to know you. Like, well, I don't even know okay. you as a person. No, 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 no. So okay, funny. let's let's start over here because I think this is where a lot of women are falling, falling short, right? If you're being intentional about your dating, right? You mm-hmm. want this man, whoever it is. For him to be just like I am, I, I say upfront who I am. I'm polyamorous. That way they know, like, hey, look, if you're not down for that, step away. This man just st- stood right in front of you and said, hey, I want to marry. I want to, even if it's, let's say it doesn't really actually happen. Mm-hmm. You know his intention. True. Now what you could do is you can actually build your, your um, what do you call that? Your, um, oh my God, my brain just went off. Uh, boundaries around that. Hey, look, I understand yes i i also do want to have children talk to him about that the next thing you know this is what i see as far as like values in in family i love spending a lot of time like you you love spending a lot of time with family and so Mm -hmm. do you i think we all three do really yeah i think that's why we're friends right so you you want to spend a lot of time with family if he's a loner and he doesn't like spending time with family then maybe y'all don't work out but to put that on the table up front is actually healthy and y'all women run away from the healthy behavior you know what's funny okay not women not all women just women who aren't ready here's what got me thinking when when i hear bianca and i hear michelle telling me these things and i'm just Mm -hmm. like damn but that's exactly what i did like when i met my boyfriend and the men that i've dated before i said that up front like hey i'm looking to get married i I don't want any more kids 
Like, these are the things I'm looking for. I want a real relationship. I want to do these things. And some of those men ran. Because they're supposed to. And the one that is with me now obviously didn't. But it's like, <laughs> and now I'm, I'm, like, I'm on like the other end of hearing it. And yeah. it's like, I can imagine these men saying, oh my gosh, she wants to get married and do this, that, and the other. Uh-uh, I'm out. And, that's <laughs> but, but, and mind you, they said that they wanted those things too at some point. I would say when a man comes with his true intentions and he lays them out, it's almost like a challenge to me. It's like, okay, so this is what you want. Let me l- lay out what I want. So it's not that I run away, yes. but the reason why I say they're extremists is because I have dealt firsthand with somebody that pretty much fell in love with me and um <laughs> there was no mutual love she, there he was just not, fell in love I, with was, her. I told him from the get-go i was like i'm newly single this was at the beginning when i first became single it was like i'm newly single i don't want a relationship i'm not looking for anything i don't even want to hook up i don't want anything like that and we became friends but then it's like they wanted more and they made their intentions clear but i kept you know reiterating my intentions but then it was like i made it complicated i was at fault because i crossed the line <gasps> And did things. So it's like, and I know men have done that too. I've been in predicaments where a man made his intentions clear. I made my intentions clear. They did not line up, but then they went along with you're conveniently here as a woman. So why not? I did the same thing as a woman with a man. And that's where I was at fault. I took accountability because it was like, Hey, I messed up because I told you my intentions and my actions did not match. Match. Exactly. And so to me, that's why I think whenever men do come to me and they lay their intentions clearly, like with wanting to get married and having kids, it does come off a bit intimidating because I have dealt firsthand with somebody and I crossed the line and messed up and then I could not fix that and it made it worse. Well, so okay, so the thing is with all relationships, and this is what we're talking about, growth, right? Mm-hmm. So with all relationships, I believe... You learn from the mistakes that you made, but you don't bring those mistakes into the next relationship. Mm -hmm. Yes, you just use it as a marker. Basically, like you said, identifying red, uh, in a rough way, I think you are saying identifying red flags, right? You proceed with caution. Correct. So you're going to show up. This guy's like, hey, I'm not looking for anything serious. What would you do? Just, just knee-jerk reaction, not you because you're, you're, you're off the market. Mm-hmm. Knee-jerk reaction, a man goes, you know, I'm not looking for anything serious. What do you tell him? Um, cool. We can be friends. Like, and, it's, just, and it stays at that. No, it doesn't. What usually happens no, no, is. No, 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 no. I'm talking about the new you. I'm not talking. See, you're bringing old stuff. I'm no, talking no, no, about no, I'm telling you learning. currently now. Okay. Currently now because these situations have happened currently within like the last week or two. Um, <laughs> whenever people are like. Um, you know, like I don't want anything, whatever. I just want to mess around or whatever. I'm like, cool, we can be friends then, because I don't do that. Oh, I gotcha. Like I, gotcha. I, I don't do that. So to me, I'm like, so why would you want to be friends with somebody who wants to mess because around? Because whenever you? I say the word friends, majority of them they're like, eh, and then they end up leaving me. How about just I'm not interested in that. That's true too, but some of the time, um, it's because I've already been friends with them, and I have been friends with them, and they're getting i guess the courage to come out and say hey i want to date you or hey i want to do this or that interesting and and i'm like stop no stop i'm like no i'm okay like i don't look at you that way or i don't want anything like that with you the detective over here yeah so i know i know (laughs) every time you say every time you say a little something she chips off she's like okay you can't be that person i went on a date recently (laughs) and i swear damaris was like so where are you going again and who was with with it was this person for the record and i was like no bianca always tells me where she's going she's going out with and this one particular date, I have no information. Nope. So immediately I'm like, okay, why is she not telling me who she's going with? That is a very interesting question. Is this question. safe? 
Like, are you going to be okay? Should I know where you're going to be at? Like, what if something happens? Who Mom am I going to call? Like, maybe you should turn your location tracker on or something. Mom I don't know. If this person is listening that I went on the date with, I told them that I would post a picture of their hand, which I did not. So Damaris she, yeah, was She said, I'll post a picture of their hand. You'll know who it is. She didn't post. She posted a picture with no hand. I'm like, where's the hand? <laughs> I can't tell who this, who this is. But whatever. I said, you know what? All I care about, Bianca, at the end of the day is that you're happy. Yeah. And whether that's someone toxic or not. Oh, my <laughs> God. No, no. No, no, Tommy. You know, I'll support I'm you 100%. I'm vetoing that right now. I'll support no. you 100% in doing what you do and learning your lesson if you have to do that again. But. It is and it I is. think also too with dating, um, I haven't had the greatest dating experience. So I think that's why I say now that it's like, I'm not looking, but I'm open to dating because at the end of the day, it's like, that's the only way I'm going to learn who somebody is and what True. their intentions are, even if they don't understand how to, because some guys still don't understand how to communicate properly in the mm-hmm. sense of like, I know what I want, but I don't know how to describe it or I don't know how to put it into words because they just don't have that. They haven't practiced that enough, I guess. I don't know. But um, <laughs> are they saying one thing and their like, actions showing up? I like up how there. the shift went straight to dudes. Like the thing is, the only person that can determine what relationship you're going to get in is you. That is true, and and that's so, the way I find out with dating. Always trying to push it on to the guy or the other person. No, but earlier but you took I'll responsibility, is, which I, I I do appreciate. I really do. No, but yeah. what I'm saying is but, like when a man like I, I'm getting. So I know at the end of the day what I want and what my intentions are, but I don't know the other person. So as I'm getting to date. It's like I'm open to it because I'm learning these people. That's what I mean. Not not putting the you know the you know responsibility on them is or saying like it's they're at fault. It's the fact that I'm getting to know them, even if they don't know how to describe. Because there is times I've had conversations with people and they're like they'll describe what they want and it's confusing how they say it. But it's like I understood it. So it's like they don't know how to word it properly because they're still trying to figure or they're still in that that area of healing. But they're they know that they're ready because it's like I've healed just enough. To where it's like I'm ready to pursue somebody, but I still know that I still need more healing at the end of the day, which all we all do in general. So that's why I say that not that I'm putting it on them. It's just they don't know how to word it at times. Or if although say they're, I'll say men in general because obviously I'm a woman and that's who I deal with. But men or boys <laughs> that's will who say I deal with. <laughs> we'll say one she thing. Just deal with as fellas. Yeah, we'll say one thing and their actions will show another. Yes, that is very true. So I've dated men that are like well i don't really want to be in oh is a that true i got a question is that true of me though like we haven't dated but i was just saying like when i say something does it i don't know i've never seen I don't your know. dating I, life i don't no i'm talking about like things well, that it's, I, say- I think it's different for you because you're polyamorous so you say that up front and like people that are polyamorous no know no, no i'm expect, talking about right? like because you're saying like when men say one thing and, and mean another right yeah so yeah. i i've have i ever said anything and meant something different perception is key when yeah, you say it that is. Yeah, what it do you is. mean it is so you're perceiving what he's saying whoever this guy is mm-hmm. as opposed to just hearing what he's saying and but well in their actions will show something different well yeah but your your perception is your reality so at the end of the day it's whatever you grew up as uh, whatever traumas you have you're perceiving it in your world to be that reality even if someone from oh. the outside could say oh no that's not what really happened it's like no that's what happened yeah. And you can argue all day about it, but it's like 
no, that's not what happened. It's like, no, yeah, there's always two stories. Yeah, right? yeah. It's like, that's how you perceived it. And sure. then I'll say like, I'll see with guys. They're like, oh yeah, I want to have a relationship. I want to do these things. I want to be committed to you. And then they'll go around and fuck around. And it's like, dude, yeah. then you don't really want that. Exactly. Like I've been told that. recently with the person that I was talking to that they wanted to be exclusive. And it's like, okay, completely agree. But then it was like, but I don't want a relationship. I don't, I'm not ready to be in a relationship, but I want to be exclusive with you. And I'm like, but isn't being exclusive a relationship? isn't that what it is well like you said perception right yeah. so his perception of it is it not y'all okay. are y'all are going to be monogamous right yeah. mm-hmm. but not exactly and that that hey, if you think about it especially in today's world people <laughs> sleeping around with no protection and all that mm. stuff that's probably the best way right you and one person but again why are you giving yourself up to a person that you don't completely understand? Like, if you don't know who they are, they shouldn't be in that your bed true. naked having sex with you. That is very true. That is very true. Because the person like, that, if you can't trust them on a level of intimacy mentally and emotionally, yeah, why would you even literally open yourself up to them? Exactly. It's loud I can and see that. crazy. And so, she's like, I can see that. Even the bestie. So, so with no, all that being said. Because I understand said, being hit on by someone that's very intoxicated mm-hmm. and you sure. don't want to trigger them. No. So you try no, to like, no, no, it's, no, no, it's no, a no. fine line. Again. And, even, and I, I know that you're there, but you're not going to react until you see him react. Exactly. And you don't want, we as women don't want, want the man to react. At all. At all. Stuff like that does not, at least. I can speak for myself. Stuff like that does not bother me. Like I, I am not, I own you. So you have to be my only one. And you know, you're my precious. I also and feel like, like that's, you're polyamorous. So it's that's a different. different. The definition of well, no, no, The reason why I am that is because I don't believe I, sh- I, me personally should have ownership over anyone. Like, it's not ownership, it's mm-hmm. exclusivity. Exclusivity, ownership is the same shit. No, it, I don't own my boyfriend. He's free to go and do what he needs to do. But when it comes to his, you know, time and his dedication to a woman in his life, I expect to be that person. Okay. You are giving a little bit of yourself to multiple women. And here's where I say perception is key. You tell me um, your, one of your goals, one of your aspirations is to be married and have children. Correct. There's a ton of polyamorous people out there that, that and, have that. And, and I'm sorry because I'm, I am not a pro-polyamorous person. Um, Say that three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in a man, you know, and, and, you know, in a relationship between two people, basically. But I have a hard time understanding how you can accomplish that being polyamorous when you have to dedicate yourself to your wife and possibly children. Yeah. How do you explain to your children, here's mom and here's daddy's other girlfriends? That like, happens That happens every that single day. That for me is very difficult to, th- th- to it's, comprehend. It's not as difficult as you think because think about how many single family homes there are or blended homes that they are. They have a girlfriend. They, they, I used to be married to your, your, your dad and now we are separated. Dad has a girlfriend. Mom has a boyfriend. And you as a child have to deal with that. But so this is but they're slightly separated. They're, they're still in the relationship. So it's like, oh, I know, can already see your kids being like junior high school and be like, well, my dad's a gigolo. Like he has <laughs> he has mom my and he has you know A, B, and C and they all hang out is really interesting. No, that's a who do you claim? But that's the same <laughs> that's the same thing as a as a blended family, if you think about it. Because Again, the other the, the people separated. that but the people that you started with aren't the same people. The, the, All right, you know the what? Let's, fran- let's table this. We're gonna have to have a whole session on polyamory. Why are we tabling it? We're in because good- it's a lot. 
It's it not is. a lot. It's a lot. It's not a lot. Y'all well, are making it a lot because we need you it to goes, like explain it all. It goes and against, we don't have enough time in this well, this, <laughs> this goes, session to go through. The that. thing is, it goes against y'all's quote unquote beliefs. Y'all's it personal does go beliefs. Against my personal so that's, that, but not I will like that, say but it's it new to me. So to understand it in a way to I guess put it into oh like a reality for me, like on how it works, because I am from a blended family. So it's like I'm trying to understand that as well. And on, on top of that, like my brothers come from a blended, blended family. So it's like, you know, correct. That, so it's, it's out there trying to put that into, I guess, an understanding for me is what I'm trying to put my head around whenever. No, that's, that's fine. But again, like when it comes down to it, why, why would you open yourself up to at least sexually to somebody that doesn't understand you? I don't, uh, Mm-mm. usually when I date, I put that on the table from the get go. I do not sleep around, and I'm usually talking to a yep. person for a good while before I. What's a good while? To, the time frame changes. I've talked to a person for a minimal amount of six months, depending on our connection. I've talked to somebody for a, a year before before I did anything with them, and sure. it's all on the connection that I have with them. Um, How do you build these connections? That's the question I have. Um, it's it's trial and error because I, at the end of the day, it's like people are different. So yeah. while you're trying to get to know them. While you're trying to get to know them, like, you know, you're, you have questions, but then you're also putting them to the test and challenging them physically and mentally because of the fact that you're like, a question is a question at the end of the day. Anybody can answer it however they How want. How are you challenging them physically? <laughs> the wrestling matches. Oh <laughs> now that should be another no, podcast. I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's just in predicaments that you're in whenever it comes to being out in, you know, the world. You mean their behavior. Yeah, the world. Okay. Like, you know, like oh, things that you, okay. you physically okay, challenge them because it's like, hey, this situation occurred. How did you respond to it? Not that I'm putting them deliberately in those well, you're situations. You're getting to just, know them. Yeah, yeah, situations that just happen, you know. Well, why yeah, I'm not? a firm believer you shouldn't be sexual with someone that you're not exclusive and committed to. Yeah. So my question is, why, why not ask those questions prior to a date, right? Oh, we most definitely do. And then once that's done, you'll go on the date. And then this, I think this falls back to what Damaris was saying earlier. Then you can actually prove what he said is true to what he actually does. So if you're like, you know, you know, how are you with, I mean, this is kind of a stupid question, but how are you with wait staff? Oh, you know, I think they're great. I used to work, you know, in, in, uh, in the industry as well. So I, I take care of them. But then you go out to like a nice steak dinner. It's like, hey, where's my, where's my old fashioned? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I see what you're trying to go with. But see, but also that's, that's why I'm saying it's trial and error because I have been in three different types of situations. One where a person, you know, spoke beautifully to me, but their actions never matched. Someone where they showed nothing but actions, but their words never matched. And then someone that gave me both. And even though they gave me action and words, they still did things that were not okay. And that's how I ended up in the predicament that I am today, where I'm single, even though I attempted to date, because they said one thing, their actions showed another, and they were lining up. So it was kind of like, okay, I understand where this is going now, because, you know, from, you know, the past people that I have dated, I'm learning. But then it was like, I was still wrong. So it, it, that's why I'm saying it's trial and error and getting to know somebody because as I'm getting to know them, I'm like, all right, they did this, they're doing that, their words said this, they're actually, so it's like, I'm trying to line everything up for as long as possible to see, okay, is this person really what they say that they are? Yeah. Because I've been fooled many of times. Well, they say that usually in relationships, um, people show their true colors like after three months. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, that's I the thing, know, like but... people want to wait that three months, like screw that 
It's like the honeymoon phase. Yeah. I don't know, on no, 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 no. We're, Studies we're, have shown like the honeymoon phase will last this, about three months and then people start showing like, this is who I really am. All right, look, TCLers out there, y'all listen to the podcast. What I want y'all to do from now on, just do this for yourself. This has nothing to do with us. We're just looking out for you, okay? Be intentional about everything that you do. Yes. Mm-hmm. Whether it's dating, whether it's you know making food or going out for dinner, choosing something to eat, ladies. Talking to all of y'all out there, knowing exactly what you want. Seven times Quit. out of ten, I will know what I want. Seven <laughs> times, use that a pick. That's a really good. Hey, that's actually, actually good. That is pretty. That's good. really good. <laughs> I think but, I can align with that. But look, look, TCLers. This is what I, this is what I'm saying. I want for y'all to come up with. You know the the things you're at least come up with the list of ten. You had nine. I oh, no, yeah, no, I know you have more. Yeah, but I have more. I have a whole the ones that you can actually like just off the man. rip. You can just say it. Come up with those ten, and those are the questions you could or sh- possibly should be asking mm-hmm. during a date, an actual date. And if that person isn't grown up or strong enough to actually answer those questions, probably you shouldn't be dating them. Oh, it's or like- even a. It's like that one comedian said, be very specific with your questions. Like, do you have kids? Do you have a kid on the way? Like, you know, you have to be specific because I saw that. You know what's what's funny? Who was that? That actually happened to me. No. No way. I went on a couple of dates with this guy. He's like, I have no kids. And I was like, okay, well, I have, you know, at the time, obviously, I have two kids. Uh, That's sweet. And then I found out afterwards, he's like, oh, yeah, by the way, I have a kid on the way. And I was like, wait, what? But he has no kids. But we're not together. Well, maybe we're he not together, signs on. But his, his ex, I don't know what. I don't think she was even a girlfriend. I think it was like hook up, got pregnant. I was like, ooh, okay. I like but how yeah, he goes, you, you have to be she more, got pregnant. Yeah, you have to be <laughs> <laughs> somehow. We you have to be more specific like, okay. with your questions. You really do because people will find a loophole through your question. So it's not technically lying. They were being honest, but it's like, well, I, I left this part out. My no, favorite no, no, is, no, no, no. do you have girlfriends? Do you have half truths are still lies. No, they are. No, I my favorite is, do you have a girlfriend? Do you have anyone that can claim you? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> On taxes, you mean? <laughs> exactly. In life. <laughs> Yeah, I do want to touch on touch on something that you mentioned earlier and I know I've dealt with as well and that's abuse in relationships. Mm. And I've been in two, my first marriage and my last relationship where there was um, abusive behavior. Mm-hmm. And one thing that I can say I learned or questioned, I guess, and in, in, in therapy even discussed was prior to experiencing these things or realizing even in my first marriage that I was experiencing these things, I would always think I do not understand how women can allow abuse oh, yeah. or how they can stay in these relationships and how it. they can stay with these men. What were they thinking? All and in the name of love. It, you're in it and you're like, mm-hmm. oh my God, I am one of these women. Like I totally understand. You don't just leave. You don't. But it's, it's difficult. But it's, um, it's, an, it's not just an external type of abuse. It's an internal to where it makes you doubt and it manipulate manipulates your mindset and your emotions to thinking that there is no way for you to leave. And on top of that, it's like you, you have no choice but to stay. Is, is a person making you feel that way? Or is your brain telling you that? No, it's the it's person the, more, mo, most definitely. And the reason it's why your, I, I think s- it's your reaction to the, their action. Yeah. But on top of that, it's also, how do I explain this? As women, I do know that we give a lot of ourselves to the men that we're with, our husbands, right? Our boyfriends or whoever, whatever, you know, 
multiple people you date whatever you want to call it so um cream but um people know who you were talking about i know but (laughs) so at the end of the day as women we give ourselves completely you know as we should you know we give every part of our being to the person that we're with and what happens is sometimes we don't realize ourselves that we give these our partners so much power that it's like we end up doubting ourselves and questioning everything about ourselves because they have that power over us that we gave them. And that's why in abusive relationships, I have felt the reason why I stayed so long or the reason why I would be like, okay. And, and what I, this is why I think I get triggered by the word submissive because it wasn't (laughs) the fact that it's like, I know how to be submissive, but when you're in an abusive relationship, it's like you don't know anything else because this person's like towering over you. But in any way possible, your mindset, your emotions, your physical, like everything about you is like almost owned. Submission and tyranny are two different things. No, you know true. That, right? Yes. But that's why I think that word has always triggered me because when you have been in a domestic abusive relationship, it's like it's something about that that it's like it's almost like you have to fight back constantly anytime any man intimidates you because it's like you're already like you know you're in fight, so, fight, flight mode yeah, so this this is something that i would i would very much uh ask you women not to do again which i've said before mm-hmm. try not to bring past stuff into a new relationship learn from it yeah of course. but then like once once you see that pattern because you it, that's all it is is patterns yeah it is so as soon as you see that pattern start forming again just walk no, we, most it's definitely. so hard. I, I I know you say that, but so in my first marriage, there was a lot of verbal abuse that I didn't quite understand. And I got married super young that I carried. What's throughout super the, young? I got married at 21. I was in that abuse, uh, abusive relationship, which actually did get better towards the end through therapy, through communication, which I was originally not good at and try to work on myself because I didn't know how to be in a real relationship when I got married at 21. I was young, mm-hmm. but there was already so much um, separation between my husband and, and at I the time, yeah. at the time that it was, I don't, I don't know that we could have ever gone back to that. You're place, saying it's irreparable right? at that It was point. irreparable. So I left that relationship, dated for a little bit, and then met my ex-fiance mm-hmm. and went into another abusive relationship, which was, I would say, even more abusive because some of it was even physical. And... It was like I went from bad to worse. And at that moment, you just stop and analyze your life. Like, what am I doing? What am I attracting? How did I let this happen? And you question your self-worth. And that's what that's. But questioning yourself is a good thing. And I know it hurts. I totally get it. No. Yeah. Yeah, But 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 there's a difference. There's questioning yourself in your healing process to being better and growing. And then there's questioning yourself with doubt because a person you've allowed to exactly. manipulate you there's a big while difference. you're in it so, before you get out before you start healing your thought process and i can speak for myself and bianca mm-hmm. and i've had, had this conversation too is and i and and i gotta shout out cardi b because she actually says it in her songs yes is you start questioning yourself that she says whatever her words i don't know the lyrics but that dude made me question paraphrase. my, my self-worth like mm-hmm. you start looking in the mirror and thinking am i not pretty enough am i not fun enough am i not you know whatever xyz enough for this person and it sucks like you need to stop when you get out of the relationship there's this whole repair journey you go on for yourself mm-hmm. to make yourself back to that person that you were before that All person you start the one thing that you have to understand and i hope that you both grasp this is that that person never left my question to you that you know you do a little homework on between those two 
those two abusive relationships, what relationship or guy in between made you feel the safest, the, the, the most loved, the most everything, and then try to dive into why you didn't select that man. And then that I think will be the key to, you know, well, I think you're fine now because, you know, the dude that we love takes care of us <laughs> to not be named on here or beeped out or whatever. I don't know. Shout out to you. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is what I believe you've been looking for, right? Yeah. Yeah. See, Let's mine, hope he keeps it up. Mine was a little different. I went from an abusive relationship to a better relationship. It wasn't abusive, but it was like, eh. And then that's when I. <laughs> <laughs> she just settles said, for eh. eh. And um, from that one, that's when I had in, ended in my, um, ended up in my seven year relationship. And that one was actually probably the best relationship that I had, the healthiest relationship that I had. But that one still ended in the fact because of we were, I guess you could say stuck in limbo after a couple of years. Like we talked okay, about. Okay. Who said that? Who said that? I said that. Of course you did. Because we talked about marriage and talked about kids, but then we never saw that with each other. So it was kind of like, well, what are we doing here? Did, like, okay, you said we. You keep talking for him. No, no, no. Because that's we did have these conversations. And mm. both of us had these conversations in the sense of like, we never saw that with either one of like so we you fell into like a friend zone within your relationship it was kind of like yeah it was like like we loved each other and we knew we wanted to be together but it was kind of like what are we doing here if we're not really we're not we're not growing we're not doing and we were we literally were stuck in limbo like, well that's that's on y'all though like for y'all oh, to yeah, grow your sure. relationship instead of walking away from it especially after seven years what you would do in my mind mm -hmm. is go okay what are we doing here like, mm -hmm. do we have a roadmap? Do we? This is where planning, Mama, comes in. Well, oh, that's, yeah. that's what we did. She'd be we like, had, "Look, in three years, yeah. we we need to be well, pregnant." After in one year, years, I would have been like, um, "Within one year, we should be figuring out what we're doing Co with each correct. other." Like, why aren't we married yet? <laughs> exactly. Correct. But see, Very that's. True. I think also too, we were young, and so we were still trying to navigate. This young thing, man. It is. I like. I'm still young. You know, it's it's like no, I, I'm always going to be young. I don't care how if I'm if there's a six. We're in young front of at it. heart, baby. But yes, and I'm a late bloomer in the sense of like a lot of things that I've done in my life, I didn't start till my late 20s that is true i am a late bloomer i'm a late bloomer so that's why we get along i think that's because I've, I've i've said that about myself I'm a, a late lot bloomer. but because i've spoken into existence it's, it has happened but that's why i say like going back to when you were talking about how you know society has pretty much like 21 is not young i think it is young because i did all the things that i was told to do in society right and i'm glad that my life didn't turn out the way that i thought that i wanted and I'm glad that I did not get married in that seven-year relationship. Because if I would have gotten married earlier on, I probably would end up in a divorce right now. I probably would have been. Why? Why you said that? Because we were already at that seven-year mark, and we. What is the seven-year mark thing? No, no. Like I mean, in the sense of like we were at the seven years of our relationship, and we were like probably by the sixth or fifth year, we were already questioning everything. Like, why are we? What are we doing? Like, what is? And we were sitting down trying to like figure things out and try to game plan, and it was like nothing was giving so it was just kind of like let's just go our separate ways we finally decided mutually like let's just go our separate ways. hey that's healthy i like that so that's why i say like that's probably the healthiest and best relationship that i've ever better had. to do that than to get married. what a lot of people end up doing is well let's just get married yeah or let's no. just have a baby and then see if that can salvage or better our relationship yeah and you never want to bring is, a baby into it yeah really doesn't and also too like you two aren't coming okay. from the background that i have with being from a blended family or being in an abusive relationship and my traumas that I've dealt with firsthand as a child, it's like, I didn't want to replicate and repeat history of my family. So it's like, I'm very 
uh, cautious when I am dating or when I have, you know, been in relationships, like, do I really want to marry this person? Do I really want to start a family with this person and have my children be a replica of them? Like, it's like, I'm, I sit there and I question everything before I do anything, because I'm not trying to be another statistic. I'm not trying to be another, you know, repeated, you know, family tree of all the stuff that's happened before me. So that's why I guess you could say I, I'm glad I didn't end up the way that I thought I wanted to be at the age of 21 and get married. Like my brothers got young there. I mean, they got married young. They, they were both, I think 2019 when they got married. And Are they still married? Yeah, they're still married and they have children and they're, and their wives. I love them. Like my sister-in-laws, I love, I love them and they're great for my brothers, but I'm like, I thought that I did they had pay them. you to say that or you just you no, genuinely I actually love do them. Genuinely, genuinely love them. And <laughs> I'm so thankful for them because the way that they're raising their children, they are great mothers. And even my brothers, even though like their fathers weren't the greatest, it's like my brothers are amazing fathers, amazing fathers, And I'm proud of them for that because it's like, hey, I don't want to be like how my dad was. So I'm going to do better. And I'm glad that they learned from that. So I think that's why I come the way that I come into dating. And also that I'm glad that I didn't do what I thought I wanted at the age of 21 or 25. And I'm getting to do it now because I feel like I have a better head on my shoulders and I can think properly to say, this is really what I want. And this is how I'm going to do it. No, you said something that caught my attention. It's something that I I tend to do. And I've I've talked to other women and, and basically said to them, when you're dating someone, and I know it sounds crazy, but while you're dating, I feel you should constantly be thinking, are this person's actions, are there, is their behavior, are their words, the words I would want from my future spouse? Mm-hmm. Even if it's date number one, the way they treat you, the way they talk to you. Can, I, can my husband do that? Or should my husband be doing that? How would I feel if my husband was doing that? And if the answer to any of that is no, not good, mm-hmm. leave. Or how, I heard, done. or how I heard this one woman say, how a man speaks and how a man carries himself, his actions, his, his mentality do I want a child being a replica of that? And Absolutely. if your answer is no, then that person Absolutely. should not be for you. Hey, you know like, what? I, be- I believe wholeheartedly in that because most of the things that we learn are learned from our parents. Yeah. People try to, and, and it's a, it's a double-edged sword, right? So you have people who are like, well, you know, I'm this way because of my parents. No, you're this way because you decided not to grow and, and, and work on yourself after the abuse or whatever happened within your parents uh time with you instead of you actually working on yourself and becoming better than you are you didn't so that's on you mm-hmm. then there's the other side where it's like yeah man i saw my pa- my parents have been you know they they've been together forever they you know they still love each other they go through their little things but they still you know got each other's backs you have an example there but because of society people look away from mm-hmm. and the th- the sad thing is you have these kids out there who are looking at these rappers, looking at these baseball stars, looking at these even WNBA or uh, women's soccer, because I don't want to leave anybody out. They're looking at all these different like high-profile people and trying to put them up on a pedestal mm-hmm. when the person who actually put food in your stomach, put a roof over your head, and took care of you is sitting right, like dope mom. Mm-hmm. I'm sure your mom's amazing too because mm-hmm. you probably got a lot of your traits from her. Right. Right. So these, this is what I'm saying. These are the people you should be, should be your role models. Yeah, both my parents. Right? Living in extremes. You talked about that before. You have the extreme of the guy 
who just wants to be a mess around guy and you have the extreme of the guy who wants to marry you, right? Mm -hmm. But living in the middle where the guy wants to date you but also wants to marry you but wants to get to know you, that's what you're looking for, right? Yeah. Yes, that is. The balance we're looking for is in all aspects of life. Health, wealth, you know, love, finances, house, whatever you want to say. All those things. Spirituality. Spirituality. All you want to be in the middle. That's what that's what you desire. You don't want to be so so Bible thumping that you can't think for yourself, and you don't want to be so loose that you know you throw all caution to the wind. Being in the middle helps with all that. Well, I don't know. My Bible is my guide, but we can leave that for another top for another <laughs> date. I'll, I'll, I'll we'll end it with this, and I guess, and I'll ask you guys, and I'll answer myself is. With your experience in relationships, mm -hmm. the abuse, the drama, the hurt, pain, lessons learned, I guess, if you will, what's the number one thing that you've taken away from that? Oh, um, I would say the number one thing is loving myself enough to pick me every time. I have learned um, that at the end of the day, I'm going to give myself the love, attention, and time and effort better than anybody else can. Thousand when percent. I don't agree with something, communicating it, but if it's still continuing to happen, I can get up and leave at any time. And I will pick myself every time. Okay. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. I mean, it's almost like she's a mini me of me. <laughs> no, these are my these are my traumas. You can't have them. <laughs> you can't have them. No, I'm 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 the same I'm the same way in, in, in that one, I'm willing to learn from my mistakes, but I'm not willing to bring those into my next relationship. The reason why is because I believe that that's unfair to that other person, right? Mm -hmm. So for me, yes, I will learn what, what went on in the past and try to figure out, in because again, you said you loving yourself and you being all about you, I can only control or expect something out of me because I am me. I can't expect anything out of you. Mm -hmm. Even as a friend, Damaris, I, I, you know, I love you like, mm -hmm. like the best sister I've never had. Right. Yeah. But I can't expect for you to, I don't know, for instance, if I had expected you to buy the, the microphone and all the setup and stuff like that, and you didn't buy it, what does that do to me? Disappointment. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I'll just do it. And I know Kareem will understand. And you did it. Easy, simple. Efficiency. Exactly. I'm big on efficiency. Dude, you know that's my word. That's that's my I'm thing. I'm going to get it tattooed on I my I live neck. my life by that. I guess for me, the lesson learned is to not ignore the red flags. I always try to see the best in people. And I think I ignore things. I'm just mm -hmm. like, oh, maybe it's an off day. Or maybe it's this. Or they can work on that. And I think, especially after my last relationship, um, it's been a big thing of like, trying to see things clearly immediately addressing them. And if they are not fixed or changed or addressed in a way that I see proper to move on. So again, when it comes to the person you're with, that's another important question. I think you, you could ask what's the best, what's your best way to learn? Because when you go to them to explain something to them, or like you were saying before you had a little bit, or sorry, I got to say who I'm talking to, to Bianca, like you were saying before, how, you know, they're, they felt that you, the person was explaining what they were trying to say, but you kind of got it, but you weren't exactly sure, but you figured that they, that you had it mm -hmm. in that instance, maybe the way they, they said it to you wasn't the way you accept information. And at that point would be a great time to go, Hey, 
I don't know how you nicknames. Hey, sugar face. What I'd like for you to do is put it in this like bucket. Present it to me this way so I can understand what you're saying. That's communicate. That's true communication. Mm-hmm. Not what you fall back on from time to time is he should know. <laughs> <laughs> he should know. Okay. There's certain things that I guess as women we think are obvious. It's not. And with men, I don't mean to be to insult no, no, no. you in Go any ahead. way. Go ahead. In general, or the men population, but some men are just oblivious oh, yeah. to certain expectations. We that literally women are, have. and I will sign off on that because we cannot read y'all's minds. You legit period. have to be like pre-K status one two three ABC and if, explain. Hey, look, and even then, sometimes it's well. Then y'all dealing with some. Some, um, no, I think that's just something. No, I think men in general, like, I, and you, I think you said this earlier, you need instruction. What do you need from me? Tell me exactly what it is that you want. Sure. Okay, one, two, three, four. This is exactly what I want. That's yeah, like, uh, what's that? You guys are like, like okay, the, I can follow this. That's Beth, perfect. That's yes. Cool. Exactly. Like the movie, My Big Fat Greek Wedding, the husband is like, I'm the head of this household, and the, the wife's like, you might be the head, but I'm the neck that turns the head. Ooh. You know, it's the same, you know, analogy that you give with like, with the, the man ship. is the ship, and the woman is the captain. It's the same thing. It's like, True. if you're not guiding, I know we say that we need our man to guide us and, and have like, you know, a, a clear vision. But it's also the woman that's actually guiding because it's like a man follows instructions yes. as well. And it's like, yes. okay. Like, think about it. Think about it this way. Like, it's a partnership. It, really it is, is. It is, for sure. Because think about it. If you, if, you, if you were trying to, let's say, bake a cake, right? You like my analogies, don't you? No, I don't. All <laughs> the time. All the time with the analogies. So if you're, if, you're, if, you're trying to, if you're trying to bake a cake, you have the head chef, you have the sous chef, and you're like giving them instruction. And they don't do exactly what you tell them to do. How do you think that cake's going to turn out? Mm, it's going to be eaten, but it's not going to taste good or look good. We're not you know, talking about you, know, you and your funny. wastefulness. <laughs> Bianca laughed at this, and it's so I am very particular about sandwiches and how I like my sandwiches. <laughs> oh my God. What is this? Are we talking? <laughs> she knows about what I'm sandwiches? getting at. And so I was um, not feeling well. Actually, the day I hurt my knee, the day after I was hungry, my boyfriend came over to help out, and I'm like, shout out to the boyfriend. Oh, yes. And I'm just like, I really just want a ham and Swiss sandwich. And he's like, okay. So he's like, but I'm going to tell you exactly how I want it and what you need to do. Yeah. And I said to him, I was like, I want you to get bread. I want you to put mayo on it. I want you to put one slice of Swiss on each side, one, uh, one slice of ham on the right. I want you to put it in the toaster. When it comes out, I want you to put it together. I want you to cut it out of diagonal. <laughs> Saying this sounds so ridiculous right now. But I'm like, this is exactly how I like my sandwiches. And he's like, looked at me like, okay, I could see him processing in his head, like all the steps. And I'm like, that's, that's literally all I need. And he went and he did it and he came back and he's like, is this right? I'm like, this looks perfect. It was perfect. It was exactly what I wanted. This is ladies exactly out there, what I wanted. Ladies out there, this is just a sandwich. <laughs> Think about what you could do with your man <laughs> if y'all actually gave him some true direction. And if y'all know what to do, <laughs> but here's get, it, the thing. get after it. This is the thing. I, I did that for the sandwich because I knew exactly how I like it. I will say, however, as women, in general, with certain things, and especially when it comes to like romance and gestures and um, like we were talking about love languages, like words of affirmation, we want the man to innately want to do that. That is things. false, false, false. No, and no, I, I don't agree. A man who's a true man should 
want to do things to make his lady feel special of without course. us telling you this is exactly what you no, 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 no. This is, this is that, I'm going to say okay, thank that you. sentence in the sense of we want the man to do that without us asking, but a man has to learn a woman's way. So if he doesn't Boom. know his woman, then thank he you. can't, you can't expect him to know how, what to exactly. do and how to do it. No, I agree. Yeah. If but a man, that solely will only come I think from being in a relationship, because when you're dating, unless a man is pursuing a woman a specific way, because he just knows how to do it that way, then that's the only way that you're going to be able to receive it compared to like, if you're in a relationship, that man learned your ways, learns what you like, then okay, you'll be more catered to. That's how I see it. Oh my God. No, no. Did you just get it? Did you just... I think true. you just got Kareem, the code. Cream, I am full of knowledge. I do have. No, 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 no. I'm not. Life. This is not. This is not. This is not an attack on your on your on your your intellect at all. But like, you've just cracked the code, and I hopefully. <laughs> no, 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 no. Y'all, y'all are laughing. This is the reason. Y'all heard it here first. Look, I'm telling you. I'm telling you. That's the thing. Like, if again, if you were to sit down and explain to your man how you operate. Now, granted, that's mm-hmm. super vulnerable, especially for somebody coming out of some like really shitty relationships. Mm-hmm. To be vulnerable with a brand new person, to explain to them everything that makes you tick, that's super intimate. Yeah. It is mo- the most intimate thing because- but there's ways to do that without it, it being very directional too. No, it, it, it can be, but even at some point, if the person's not getting it, you have to give them the direction. Think about, think about it with your, with your kids. Mm-hmm. And I and I'm not trying to say guys were kids, so relax. No, no, I not. It's I know but you just, make fun of me because of this, and I I, I describe <laughs> it as uh, you got to do the same thing sometimes you do with your dog. And I know you, you didn't like this the other day, but you understood. Like, and this is how I say you can do it without being very prescriptive. Like when a man does something and he you mean does a good job. Descriptive? No, prescriptive. Like where you're it's not prescribing. A prescription. Yeah. Okay. When a man does something right or something that you enjoy or something that you like. As a woman saying, oh, my God, babe, that was so amazing. Or I really enjoyed, you know, it's like good dog. It's positive reinforcement. Positive reinforcement. Criticism. (laughs) Criticism. Positive reinforcement. Absolutely. (laughs) Saying that as a man, like if you went and did something for one of your ladies and they said to you, oh, my God, Kareem, like that really filled my heart i am so happy you did that it was so special then it, it goes up into so the file it in goes up into head, the file in your head you're and like i know i that know works yeah a good file exactly right? no, the reason exactly. why i said positive criticism is because sometimes you do have some women that will re- give you positive reinforcement but then they have that butt in there you oh know, you're talking you about your, your petty side you gotta save just the saying, like, you're talking you about your petty side but if you would have done it like this it would have been better like you have some people that are like that and that's no, not what you're trying to do you're trying you're to doing. give the positive reinforcement but yeah that's correct yeah mm-hmm. so Absolutely. y'all identified pettiness of women which is great i appreciate you doing that <laughs> and, then, just a bad and then, then also that, cracking the code to know that oh sorry i didn't mean because what you're saying no no no. i said it's just a bad trait that some women have and yeah. there's ways to work around that because yeah. then when they do something you don't like you could say, and there's ways to phrase it where like, well, I didn't really enjoy that as much as I thought I would. That, yeah, that's and a that's good way. A, and that's a, a guy's going to be but, like, okay, hmm, she didn't really like that. So that's in the, maybe not do that again file. But you also you have know? to know the man that you're dealing with. So yes. for instance, like, um, like engineer types, they would rather you just say, I did not do, enjoy that experience at all. I hated it. They, an engineer mind would rather you say that because they have now burned that whole experience in their mind. You'll never see it again. Or you have some but people then, that don't understand, so you have to threaten them and say, if you do that again. <laughs> well, that's the, I think that's a different thing. You just got stabby on that side of the room. Thing. Just playing. But no, yeah, you do have to understand how 
they do learn and how to communicate to them. Correct. So they can't understand. Properly. Correct. That's 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 the crux of this all mm-hmm. communication. The reason why there's so many failed experiments when we talk about relationships is because <laughs> yes, yeah, thank you. Situationships is because people are not one intentional about how they want to be dated, and then two don't intentionally date. I give any kind of instruction whatsoever. Ooh, they should. They should. They should know. They should know. All right. I. I think we've gone through a lot of different relationship <laughs> avenues on I this ha- session. Have, yeah, I would have to say relationships a very broad topic. Um, of course, we pinpointed some things that we want to deep dive into, but we don't have enough time to do that right now. So we will most definitely get back to it. Tune in to the next episode and we'll get more into this and i'm sure there'll be more uh discussion and laughs and inappropriateness oh definitely (laughs) about kareem's lifestyle make sure sure to follow us like us subscribe all that stuff on every all the platforms that we're on damaris has a whole list of that we're we're on instagram uh thing called life you know at thing called life obviously and with the three instead of an e at the end because there's three of us uh, and, you know, we'd love to actually also interact with y'all. So if, if y'all have like questions or some things, some topics that y'all want us to cover, we're totally down for that. Uh, but if not, you know, obviously you can just sit here and laugh at us yes. <laughs> going through life. Let us entertain figuring it all you, out. But yeah, yeah most definitely uh, so. let us know if there's anything that you specifically are like, hey, no one's ever touched on this before. Or I'd like to hear more about this. Mm-hmm. Or what do you guys think about this? Send us messages. Yeah. We want to read them. We're all learning together and experiencing what we call life. So absolutely tclers we love y'all peace out bye thing sounds like there's some drama (laughs) definitely called oh my god (laughs) it begins life you see like everyone plays a part right yeah of course thing Thing called called life. life